Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week eight is here, and who better to join me than Chu? We got another matchup this week, and you guys are on a hot streak. Want to know in your last one? Uh, seems like things are kind of back on track for you, but how are we feeling after that big win against the Bills? It, uh... It definitely uh, reeled me right back in. I mean, it was it was getting tough there. I mean, a lot of the fans were uh, were posting our uh, where we sat in the draft, and I mean, it didn't look too bad. It looked like we were going to be able to get a really good player, but no, nah, we're st- we're back on to how we're going to find our way into the playoffs now. That's the, that's the <laughs> that's the mentality now. I mean, yeah, I. I mean, I don't think that playoffs are a real possibility, but you guys can go on to here, and it all starts this Sunday. Doubt it happens, but, uh, you know, Commanders and Colts and the Bye and the Giants. You guys Chargers. could put a nice streak of games. Um, the yeah, Chargers fucking whoops, stink. We'll that. get to that. <laughs> all right uh let's get right into the blind thursday night football recap the line was bills minus nine and a half total set at 43 and a half um this bills team is not it's not all there that defense after losing trey white and matt milano and daquan jones it's not the same unit it was at the start of the year they are banged up the offense is still one-dimensional the Bills came away with a close win, but this should have been a much bigger win for the Bills. Is what it is. The Bucks are just flat out, they're an NFC South team. They're not very good. They're good for the NFC South, but the Bills still the better team. They came out on top, but sloppy, sloppy football. The Bills should just be better, and this is what we get right now. Yeah, I mean, for me... I think the Bills need to seriously consider getting just blowing it up in the offseason because this isn't a team that's going to contend for the Super Bowl this year. And they've got a lot of money no. put into positions that maybe won't contribute in three, four, five years. And I, to me, it looks like their window is closed. So it's, it's, a, it's a rough year to be a Bills fan. I don't think this team is going to go anywhere. And look, Tampa, I mean, they're going to make a run at this thing. I thought they might be the worst team in the league coming into the year, and their defense is playing their ass off. Mike Evans is still Mike mm-hmm. Evans. So when you got Baker Mayfield, who can tame his competitiveness and his 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 wanting to throw the ball deep all the time, every snap, you can uh, you can contend in this weak NFC South. So yeah, the, I, I I know the Bills are uh, they they got the win tonight, but. It's not looking good. No, and I mean, I was talking with Keegan, our resident Bills fan here, and yeah, I think he's in agreement where Ken Dorsey needs to get the boot. I think a lot of Bills fans are talking about Sean McDermott potentially being out, and I mean, might not be a bad thing. I think Sean McDermott's proven to be a pretty good head coach in this league, but since Brian Dable left for the Giants job, the offense has just been downhill ever since and I mean they need another wide receiver that isn't Gabe Davis because Gabe Davis flashes and he flashed a little bit tonight but then he also has those drops and those fumbles and you can't you just can't rely on a guy like him uh yeah I mean there's a reason they drafted Kincaid and now with Knox out Kincaid should be the guy who's on the field more than 70 percent of the snaps hopefully but there's a lot to fix on this Bills team and it's not going to come before the trade dot trade deadline next Wednesday, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, there's only so much you can do with a quarterback who plays like Josh Allen. It's uh, it's 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 terrific one week and it's brutal the next. I mean, it's you're not going to be able to win four straight games in the playoffs with a quarterback that plays like that. So it's it's tough. I mean, they're not going to get rid of Josh Allen, so I don't know how much can change, but I I don't see Josh Allen 
I never saw Josh Allen um, play to the to the level that Mahomes and Lamar can can reach. He he's he's just too inconsistent for me. Well, that's I mean, he's been there. He's been in the conversations for top three quarterback in the league. Yeah, he has you not. I mean, general general consensus that he's been a top five quarterback in the league for the last three seasons. Not Easily, on my, not on my list, but. Oh, I know it's not on your list, Chu. Don't. That's I. I, I am aware. Uh, we will move off this game, though. That line, though, like let's just b- before we get into the week eight preview here. Draft, yeah, yeah, before you say it, I'm gonna go on DraftKings. I'm definitely betting today, and 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 the Bucks plus nine and a half will one hundred percent be in like three parlays. Yeah, like I'm not expecting. I don't know. I'm not really expecting much out of the Bills, like. It is what it is. I know that Vaughn Miller and Greg Russo are not playing full snaps for them, and maybe that changed tonight. I don't know, but yeah, Bucks plus nine and a half looks like a very nice, uh, nice pick right now. But let's get into these Week Eight games. Starting off uh, the one o'clock slate, we got Jags at Steelers. Jags minus two and a half total set at forty and a half. Uh this seems like an upset spot for the Steelers, where the Jags, they ha- they've won, they've looked good, but they haven't kicked the shit out of anyone yet this season. They've just kind of, they've played down to their opponents when they need to, and they've played up when they play the good teams, but Steelers at home, that Steelers defense is lights out. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. It really comes down to what version of Kenny Pickett we get in this game. Do we get the game manager version where he limits the turnovers and hits his spots? Or do we get the bonehead guy who we've seen for most of his career so far where can't trust him, can't move the ball down the field, the offense looks terrible? Like, I don't really have a strong lean in this game. I'm not going to pick against the Steelers in this one, but... The Jags should win. The Jags are the better team. They're the better roster overall. Jags should win, but I'm not counting the Steelers out whatsoever. Yeah, I I like the Steelers in this matchup. I don't think the Jaguars have ever been the team that um, they were hyped up to be in the offseason. I saw some people like, uh, I think the guy on NBC, King, Peter King, had the Jaguars finishing first in the AFC. It's just a little bit laughable. I think Pete Prisco, yeah. 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 And yeah, I mean, different if Peter. The, if you look at the Jags, they they have a quarterback that um, is a lot is a lot like Josh Allen in some ways, isn't he? He's a superstar one day, and, and the next day he comes in and he, he can't hit a receiver to save his life, and he's throwing the ball to the other team. Um, and his lows are 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 more often than we see with Allen. So I I don't personally love Trevor Lawrence as. Um, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, um, and that's what the Jaguars need him to be. That's, that's a take. That's, that's a take. Not what, that's not what he's playing like. Um, when I look at the Steelers, I look at probably the best defense in football right now. Um, I, I I really like the the D line. I mean I mean you can't you can't scheme an offense that's going to throw the ball downfield against the Steelers because they're just going to murder your quarterback. So. I like the Steelers in this matchup. I don't think Trevor Lawrence can be able to be a, enough of a magician in that game to, uh, to pull it mm-hmm. off. Agreed, agreed. Uh, let's keep her moving here. We get a battle of the New York teams who don't even play in New York, but that's beside the point. New York Jets at the New York Giants. Jets minus three. I haven't seen a total this low in a while. Total 36 and a half. Uh is Daniel Jones trending to play? Do we know this yet? Have we? Uh, I wouldn't play him regardless, but I. I... No, Tyrod's looked way better. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Yeah, like I, I mean, if Tyrod's playing, like the Giants defense has been playing well as of late. They've looks like they kind of got some of their swagger back that they had from last season, but. Uh, I don't give them a chance in this game and the Jets defense is going to ruin them. This is, this feels like it's going to be like a 17 to six type of game. 
It's just going to be sloppy, bad football. It won't be on red zone whatsoever, other than maybe a defensive touchdown. But this is going to be a bad football game. Yeah, yeah. I can see uh, both teams coming out with it. I mean, uh, it's it's two uh, crappy offenses going at it. I mean, I do like the Giants if Tyrod plays. Um, I think he can limit the mistakes and, and maybe run for a first down here and there. Mm-hmm. Field goal range more often than Zach Wilson does. Nine to six Giants, I can see that happening. Um, it's not a game I'm I'm particularly concerned with. I mean, no, both teams are gonna are gonna be fighting it out for a draft position later in the year. Yeah. Um, but you know, some two and five teams um, have a, have a chance. So I mean, I'm sure their fans think they have a chance. <laughs> we'll see. Uh yeah. So I'm looking. I'm looking at the Daniel Jones. So apparently, he thinks he's good to go, but he's still not cleared for contact. So it's unlikely that he plays Sunday again. We both agree that even with him playing, it doesn't matter regardless. Oh, it matters. Giants are. It's better for the Jets if he plays. (laughs) Uh yeah, the Giants are super banged up still. The Jets. I mean, the Jets are just the better team. I'm interested if we can get what it would be three straight weeks of Zach Wilson, like consistency games where he hasn't looked absolutely terrible. No, he only, so, he only looks te- absolutely terrible against one team. It's against one team. He looks absolutely <laughs> terrible. If you take away his is, numbers against the Patriots where he has like one touchdown and nine picks, his numbers aren't brutal, brutal. It's just <laughs> he plays like a literal division three quarterback against the Patriots for some reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically was a Div 3 quarterback, if we're being (laughs) honest. Um, We will keep going, though. Texans at Panthers. Texans minus 3.5. Total set at 43.5. I guess battle of the rookie QBs here. Uh, But the Texans are just flat out the better team. Both teams coming off the bye. Uh, Panthers, uh, Frank Wright gave over play calling duties to their offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown. So I guess we'll see if anything looks different offense-wise from the Panthers. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm inclined to pick the Panthers in this one based off literally nothing but, hey, they got a new play caller in there. Maybe that spices things up a little bit, but I shouldn't pick them. The Texans have actually looked like a pretty good team this year. They're on the rise. CJ Stroud has looked awesome. The defense under head coach Demito Ryans has looked very good considering they don't got much to work with there. Uh, Just kind of another nothing game. Texans should win this one, but I don't know. I feel like the Panthers can be scrappy for whatever reason. Yeah, we'll see. Um, It's another game where it's two relatively inexperienced teams going at it. So, I mean... One team has a good game plan and it goes one way. One team has a good game plan and it goes the other way. Um, I can see the Texans pulling it out late, though. Um, CJ Stroud is taking command of that offense and he looks good. So I like the mm-hmm. Texans, but I mean, as you said, it's a game where uh, you never know. No, no. And I mean, Actually, I, I I honestly don't even know if I have any other points to talk about in this game. This is truly like... Well, I mean, Adam Thielen like the pan- good. Yeah, yeah, Adam Thielen looks fucking great, but that him being their only weapon on offense is major, major concern. Well, so maybe with the new OC, like that rookie Jonathan Mingo, he gets involved more. I don't know, but Panther Panthers just fucking stink. Um... Let's let's keep going. We are on to our matchup here. Pats at Dolphins. Dolphins minus nine and a half. Higher total than I'm used to in this matchup. 46 and a half. Um, I mean, that total is all based off that spread and the Dolphins scoring a shit ton of points against the Patriots, which we normally don't. It hasn't happened basically ever, if we're being honest. But uh, the Dolphins are going to win this one. I don't, I'm not concerned about Mac Jones whatsoever. He looked fantastic against the Bills last week, but I'd say right now, ah, 
Actually, no. Our our whole secondary is banged up right now. Our we will get oh. pressure. We'll generate more pressure than. How? Hmm? how? Who? What do you mean? How? Who you? Who? Who's, who's going to rush the passer? Passer. Our fantastic front seven. Andrew Van Ginkle was Mac Jones's daddy in that first game. Where, where was that? Where was that front seven the last like three weeks? They've showed up the last couple weeks. It, it, it was it was rough to start, but no, they looked good. They looked good against that Eagles that Eagles and offensive line. Our O line didn't play. Our O line didn't play in week two, and now they're playing. No, yeah, but Jalen Phillips. Either way, we've all had injuries. It's been crazy for injuries. But Tyreek, who was apparently on the injury report last week, he's completely fine. He came out in a report, just wanted some attention. So Tyreek is good to go. Yeah. Yeah, Tua wanted the attention there. Tua goes, ah, he's, I don't know, we're probably going to have to see how it goes without him, you know. And then he's back on the field flying around. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. See how it is. Is what it is. But I am, I don't know. In this game, I'm, I'm interested to see how your corners hold up. JC Jackson got absolutely cooked in week one versus Tyreek, but... The difference is now J.C. Jackson is in a well-coached defense and not a Brandon Staley coached defense. And he looks right back and form before he left the Patriots to go to the Chargers. Jack Jones, back in form. He's looking good. I It should be a fun matchup. I Again, the total's high. I don't like the total, but I think that our defense is going to... Yeah, we'll put the clamps. We'll we'll put the clamps on Kendrick Bourne, and that's kind of all you got. I'm oh, oh no, should be an have easy Dolphins have you heard, win. Have you heard of this new guy we got? Number wearing Randy Moss's number. Now Pop Douglas. I do oh, not care. Oh baby. <laughs> oh baby. Uh, no, I think the total is high because they saw what the Patriots' offense did against the Bills last week, and they said, "Oh, well, Miami's defense isn't even as good as the Bills' defense." So, um, we're gonna yeah, we have might be to better play. than them now. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I loved what I saw last week. I mean, the O line was the best the best game the O line has played by far. Mm-hmm. And yeah. guess what? Onwenu plays right tackle for the first game because we got City So back, we got Cole Strange back, so we can move Onwenu outside. Now we got Trent Brown and Onwenu at tackle. Great, great tackle combo when they're both playing healthy. Mm-hmm. They're playing next week. We got Cole Strange and we got City So back in the middle and David Andrews is under center. It's our that's the first time we've had a healthy O line. And then guess what? Mac Jones can actually make plays because he has time. So I'm I think that's yeah. why the total is high. I think Vegas saw okay, the Patriots O line is finally <laughs> playing at an NFL level. They're gonna put up some points. Miami's obviously gonna put up some points. So the total is is there for a reason. And yeah. um, I mean, I mean Jack Jones back in the secondary makes such a huge difference. We don't have to be playing yeah. Miles Bryant anymore, um, or Sean Wade for that matter. So <laughs> Sean Wade uh, stinks. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Sean Wade was people forget because of what Gonzalez did against Tyree, but Sean Wade was checking Waddle all game week two. <laughs> I think this game goes a completely different direction than it did. I think the Patriots get on the board. Agreed. Yeah, I think the Patriots get on the board early and Miami is the one that has to come back because I think the defense is going to be able to shut down Miami initially with their with their little uh, game plan or whatever Bill's cooking up right now. He's probably in the lab cooking right now. It's 450. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, And uh, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I think uh, Mac is going to look look good again. Um, Pop Douglas is going to play every snap. Juju still uh, still iffy for next week and. Like we said with Daniel Jones, just heal up, brother. And uh, yeah, no. that's it. That's it. I think Pop Douglas is gonna have a huge game. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now. 100 yards for the rookie. Okay. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. Uh I got a question for you two. Since two has been the starting quarterback of the Dolphins, have the Patriots ever beat him? No. There we go. We can move on then. Um, next game up Falcons at Titans Falcons minus two and a half and you know how I just said oh I haven't seen a total this low for the Jets and Giants game yeah uh this this total set at 35 and a half so one point lower that's that's a low low line and for a Titans defense that just lost their 
vet safety all pro Kevin Byard to the Eagles now. This should be. I just got a knock on the door. I don't know who that is. We don't expect anybody here pizza. ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I do want to order food, though. I don't want to fucking cook tonight. <laughs> Besides the point. Um, yeah, this Falcons team is just straight up better. They have the better offense, even though Desmond Ritter is a smelly quarterback. They've got the better weapons. They've got the better defense. Um Will Levis is going to play. I think that him and Malik Willis are splitting time. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, I don't know. This I feel like this game is going to go over just because chaos. We don't know what to expect from Will Levis. Maybe Will Levis is the answer, and Hopkins and Traylon Burks and Chiggy Okonkwo and Derrick Henry has a game. Who knows? Um Falcons should win this one, but that's a low, low, low total for an NFL game. God damn. Yeah, I mean, even with the pick sixes that could be thrown, it's a low number. Exactly, exactly. Levis cooking it up, so. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be touchdowns flying on both sides. Oh, yeah. No, I've got, and I mean, yeah, go. I do like the Falcons of this game, though, for sure. I mean, just run the ball. Run the clock. yeah, no I mean, hope and hopefully Bijan doesn't have headaches anymore and can actually play. Because that nothing pissed me off more when I looked at like when I looked at fantasy last week in our league and it was like, oh, I'm playing move and I'm going through. It's like, oh, okay, why does Bijan have zero points like midway through the like third quarter right now? Yeah, just oh, headaches, sure. Ugh, but still won that. Still won that. I gave Moob a player advantage and I still won that matchup. My team is cooking. <laughs> Where uh, that like where's this game or last where week? The game uh, like where was it? Was Bijan partying in, in the city or what was it in Vegas? <laughs> that game, they were in Tampa. They were in Tampa. So okay, no, no, I don't know. It's like the I don't know. It's like the strip club capital of Florida. I've heard. Is it? So well, that's that, Atlanta, that's what I've heard. Not not he coming for me. He lives in Atlanta. He's got a plenty of strip clubs, so I don't know if it's yeah, that. He goes to that same uh, that strip club <laughs> that uh, that Lou Will has his lemon pepper wings at. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I guess we'll move on. I'm interested to see, like, again, Will Levis actually playing. That's yeah, he- that gives me enough reason to tune in this oh. week to that yeah. game. Um, yeah, let's see it. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Let's see what the uh, let's see what the Mayo boy can do. Uh, we will keep going. Uh, Vikings at Packers. Vikings minus one and a half total set at forty one and a half. Uh, I don't know what to think of this game. Like the Vikings obviously looked pretty good on Monday Night Football, but it was a lot of like big chunk plays and not actually them moving down the field. And obviously they're going, they went against a very, very good Niners defense. Packers defense, not as good as the Niners defense. I think I can say that as a fact. Um, Packers offense just hasn't looked good. It hasn't looked good for weeks and weeks now. And a lot of it's, I mean, I don't think Jordan loves that good of a quarterback, but uh, I've been, I've been reading on Twitter anyways from Brett Coleman, who, He's someone who actually watches the film, so I trust his opinion a lot. Uh, but he's basically saying that there's not a lot of difference between like the Packers' offense and the Steelers' offense, which we all know is one of the worst schemed offenses in the league, where the like the guys on the Packers just aren't the routes are all mixed up and guys are running too close together and just things aren't working. So it's not even all on Jordan Love, but this is going to be a weird game. NFC North divisional battle. I don't really have a strong lean in it, but I guess the Vikings just cause I trust Kirk cousins more than I do Jordan love. But other than that, nothing really. Yeah. I, I kind of like the Packers in this matchup, but I mean, the Lions a little smaller than I thought. I thought the Vikings would be favorites, pretty heavy favorites, but only two points. I mean, who knows, but uh, a divisional opponent at home, um, those are some some uh, gives you some advantages. I mean, they know the Vikings pretty well. 
they know how to shut down Kirk Cousins, especially with Jefferson not playing. I mean, the defense can be able to shut down the offense. So it's going to be up to Jordan Love to put up like 20 points. We'll see if he can do it. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess let's just keep moving on. Uh, next game up, Rams at Cowboys. Cowboys minus six. Total set at 45 and a half. Uh, this is just a game that the Cowboys should just easily win they are the better team they should be easily contending playoff type team doesn't help that their coach is an idiot but that's beside the point uh like cowboys should win this easy but with sean mcveigh and uh raheem morris the defensive coordinator i give them way more of a fighter's chance in this one than i do against most teams that they played so far like rams aren't bad they're not great but the Cowboys are frauds. You want to talk about an actual fraudulent team? It's the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Rams, uh, they don't really offer much on defense besides if Aaron Donald can wreck the game. And at his age, I mean, he's wrecking less and less games. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. The Cowboys, it'd be hard for me to imagine the Cowboys not winning. I mean, I know their fans would go crazy if they did lose this game, um, but I, I, I've never been a fan of the Rams this year. And I, I mean, no. they got a couple of wins early, but I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys here. I mean, Dak's got to play well. He's under a lot of heat right now, so better show up. I, I CD Lamb, uh, Lamb's a little frustrated too. I saw. So. Oh yeah. Get him the ball. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but like, he's not getting targeted as much as like he should be. Like, oh, we'll have seven catches in a game and it'll be seven catches for 100 yards, but, like, we'll only have seven targets on the day. Instead of, that guy should be getting at least double-digit targets every single game. So, and Michael Gallup stinks. They're not using Brandon Cooks, like, the way that they should. Yeah, that, I don't like Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator, but the downgrade from Kellen Moore to Mike McCarthy being the one calling the plays is... Night and day difference because this Dallas offense has been top five, top ten, definitely over the last five seasons. So they have dropped off a lot. Uh, I will say though, I think that the Cowboys secondary is a lot weaker ever since Diggs went out. Gilly can't do it all himself. That safety tandem that I think it's like J. Ron Curse and I forget the other guy, but they haven't been playing great. This could be a big cup and Puka Nakua type performance where they're just moving the ball down the field that way. I think it'll come down to whether or not Parsons has one of those games where he just takes over. He's a game wrecker, and I don't even know who would be blocking him on that Rams offensive line. But I, again, I think Cowboys should win, but I give the Rams like a fighter's chance, anyways. Yeah. Um, I like, I like the Cowboys D line, and I don't see Stafford making enough plays against them. Could be a probably blowout. not. I, I, I it could be. It could be. Brewing. I can see a blowout brewing here. I was gonna say like because it is Cowboys off the bye too. Yeah. So they are ready. They are rested. Um, we will keep going though. Uh, NFC East divisional matchup: Eagles at Commanders. Eagles minus seven, total set at 43 and a half. This game went to overtime uh, the first time around. It is not going to go to overtime this time. I can guarantee that. I think the Eagles will want a bit of revenge from that whatever week four game that they played where it went to overtime. Uh, Sam Howell is on pace to be the most sacked QB ever by a wide margin. And now they're going against the best defensive line in football. So, um, Eagles by like 20. Like, let's just be honest here. Yeah, I mean, another divisional opponent at home. So, um, I mean, anything can happen. Division games are crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. But Sam Howell is the best quarterback in the league at breaking tackles. Um, So he's the worst quarterback in the league, probably, other than that. So, um, yeah, I mean the Eagles. The Eagles just gotta make sure they don't have any lapses in the secondary like they did in the last uh, go around. And uh, 
Swift Swift should should get a lot of touches because if you can c- control the clock and put the commanders behind and, and make them come back, that's when Sam Howell m- makes mistakes. So just mm-hmm. play your play. If the Eagles play their game, they'll they'll be fine. Yeah, uh, Kevin Byard will be making his debut this oh, weekend. I I assume he'll be playing. I don't know why he wouldn't be because uh, like I don't. I guess I, I I guess I can quickly look that up. Uh, also, what I've been doing betting wise over the last couple weeks is okay. Who plays the Commanders? And I just bet like three other guys to get a sack in that game, and it's been paying off. Um, yeah, they're they're so so bad. Uh, Kevin Byard. He he's practicing with them, so I don't know why he wouldn't play. Wouldn't wouldn't suit up. Um, yeah, and that'll be a big that should really help that defense out a ton. Cuz that secondary has been able to get picked apart a little bit and now they got a former all-pro back there man in the field with Slay and Bradbury still a corner. Big upgrade for the Eagles. Uh yeah, Commanders just tried not to get Sam Howell killed once. And I feel like the commanders are just so like pissed off. I mean, we saw Jonathan Allen's comments last week where he was like, it's been seven years of the same fucking shit. Like, I'm just tired. Like, they're they're not happy. And after this week, one of those defensive line guys are going to be shipped out. My bet's on Montez Sweat, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, that, that's what they're saying is Sweat is the most likely to go. Mm-hmm. Right on Twitter, so. Yeah. Um, Ron's also at the door. I saw. If they lose this one, he, sure. see, yeah, I don't know if they'll fire him mid-season. Like again, he probably should have been gone like two years ago. But maybe they'll just kind of give him like, okay, you've been around for so long. We'll just give you the year. You'll retire at the end of the year, and then Eric Bieniemy just becomes that head coach, and I don't know, rest I don't is history from there. Bieniemy, though, I mean, there's already reports that they don't like him over there, so. That would be nuts. Could you imagine that he gets hired as offensive coordinator slash like assistant head coach or co-head coach, whatever his title was, and then they can him after one year too? <laughs> be nuts. Uh, He'd never get a gig again. No, no, he wouldn't. That's. I mean, there is a reason. I mean, there is a reason for so long where he didn't get a job because apparently he interviews like shit. But. Uh, I guess we'll see. That'll be some off-season talk uh, for this year. Last one o'clock game: Saints at Colts. Saints minus one. Total set at forty-three and a half. Ah, uh, this is one of those games where both teams aren't very good. We've seen what the Saints have been for the last couple weeks, and they just look awful and they look bad. But they're they're a much better roster than the Colts. That's about it. Talent wise, huge edge to the uh, huge edge to the Saints, but something about these Colts, man, they just stay around in games. Gardner Minshew is not playing great football, but he's playing Gardner Minshew type of football, which is exciting and fun, minus all the turnovers that he has. But I don't know. This is a weird one for me. I don't really know who I'm gonna pick. I kind of like the Saints in a bounce back spot after the last couple weeks that they've had, but this is a tough one for me. Yeah, the Colts' defense has been really torchable, so um, if it's a get-right game for the Saints, I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. and uh, I like the Saints in this matchup, but the Colts played uh, the Browns uh, super difficult. I mean, they just they had just had the best day on offense against the Browns' defense all year, so... Um, we'll see if they can do the same against an, another really good defense. Uh, New Orleans mm-hmm. balling out so on defense for pretty much all year. Um, Derek Carr's got to got to make some plays in the pocket because uh, the thing with Derek Carr is every time there's people around him and, and he's gonna get hit, he just throws the ball away or throws a sh- shitty duck at the his receiver's feet. So he's got to stand in there and make some plays for the for the boys. And that's the problem. That... Carr. Yeah. That man loves to check down right now to Camara. Camara is a fucking PPR monster. Yeah. Right now. It's it's insane. I 
like it should it like things on the Saints should just be better. But I think Saints, like a few other teams, should just blow everything up at the end of this year because they've been kicking down like kicking that can down the road for so long after Drew Brees, and it's the same roster essentially since Brees left, and they just flat out stink and they can't move any of these contracts. They would have they could or they should, but they can't. This is a game where, again, don't really care for it, but should be close anyway. Saints need to win this one to keep up in the divisional rates for because Saints, for some reason, still have a chance at the playoffs. That's why the NFC fucking stinks. The Saints, uh, the Bucks, fighting it out, those three teams. And <laughs> we'll yeah. Should be the Falcons' division to lose, but. Uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, On to the 4 o'clock games here. Browns at Seahawks. Seahawks minus 3.5. Total set at 38.5. Watson still isn't playing uh, good. I'm very happy that he's not playing. Fuck him. Uh, But this is really going to come down to whether or not the Seahawks can limit their mistakes on offense against this Brown's defense that has absolutely been killer the entire season so far. And even with last week's performance where the Colts put up 38 on them, they still had, I think, like five turnovers on the game. Uh, they had a defensive touchdown. Like their defense is still very good despite that uh despite that point total last week. But PJ Walker sucks. I like this Seahawks defense. I think we both like the Seahawks defense going into the year, and now they're rounding into form. Devon Witherspoon looks fantastic. Uh, I don't think you could have gone wrong with picking him or Gonzo, uh, except the fucking commanders picked Emmanuel Forbes, who's been benched the last like three weeks. So still fucking blows my mind that that happened. Either way, uh, Seahawks win this game. Seahawks win this game, especially because they're at home. Brown's defense is very, very good, but I don't think that they can single-handedly win this game against the Seahawks offense that is still pretty damn good in itself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like the Seahawks by by double digits in this one. Uh, minus four is uh, too low of a number for me. Um, the Seahawks, I mean, they can get after the passer. They don't have too many big names up front, but they seem to find a way to get pressure. And then, and then Witherspoon and, and Woolen and mm-hmm. boys in the back make plays. So, yeah, I, don't uh, I guess one note. Players. No, I yeah, one note to add for the Seahawks here is they just signed Frank Clark. So Frank Clark back in Seattle. Uh, good vet presence, good rotational pass rush guy, and with. Who's even rushing the passer for them right now? Boye Mafe and Daryl Taylor, and now I guess Frank Clark. So decent addition, Frank Clark back in Seattle. But yeah, I think we both agree that the Seahawks should just roll the Browns in this game. It'll be tough. The Browns defense is going to put up a good fight, but PJ Walker is going to play like PJ Walker, and the Seahawks are going to win this one yeah, easily. I see that happening for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFC West divisional battle here. Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. Chiefs minus seven. Total set at 45 and a half. Pat Mahomes has never lost a game to the Broncos in his career. It's not going to start now. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the Broncos aren't, aren't a good team. The Chiefs are a very good team. Simple as that. Struggled last time against the Broncos defense for some reason. So, um, we'll it, see if I, I, I do it again. Yeah, I feel like it was one of those games from Andy Reid where he just wanted to try out some new fun things and they didn't work and they just couldn't score. Like they could have scored more points. It still wouldn't have been like a high total, but it would have been like twenty-four to nine or whatever that final score ended up being instead of seventeen to whatever it was. Yeah. But. Yeah, Broncos or the yeah the Chiefs are just going to roll them. I'm expecting after this game the Broncos to. I don't know why Sutton or Judy wouldn't get moved here, like after this week. I think Judy's really uh, shot the Broncos, as in like he's not playing well. So they thought they would be able to get more for him. 
They were asking for a first round pick at the draft. Ooh, that's yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to do because now his value is much lower than that. So. I was going to say, like, I would like maybe give up a third round pick for Jerry Judy, but even that seems like too much at this point. Uh, I think that Cord- Cortland Sutton would be the guy to grab if you were to grab a wide receiver from this offense. But um, yeah, the, the Broncos just stink. Sure. And the and the Chiefs defense is very good right now. Also, I didn't realize this, but last week uh, was Charles Amenehu's first game back from suspension, and I think that he had. Let me let me go look at the box score from last week, but I think he had a pretty good, pretty good return that gives the Chiefs another edge rusher there. He had he he had one sack on the day for one sack. So yeah, Chiefs get him back. That defense is now stronger. Uh, Chiefs are just really good. I think Chiefs are really good. The Broncos stink, and I think we can leave it at that. Keep going on. Move on to the next game. Uh, next game up, we have this is the best matchup of the week: Bengals at Niners. Uh, total set at forty three and a half. Niners minus three and a half. Brock Purdy is in concussion protocol, so that means we get Sam Darnold, and I cannot wait. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping that Sam Darnold has one of those like vintage Sam Darnold games where he puts everything together. He looks fantastic and people are like, Oh, is Sam Darnold finally fixed? No, he just plays for the Niners now. That's why, but this is going to be a fun game. This is a big game for both teams. The Niners have a really tough schedule. Uh, they got Bengals by Jags, Bucks, Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks in their next six. The Bengals need to win this one to get back in that wild card race with basically their own division. Uh, I don't know who's going to win this one though. This this is this is a tough one for me if I'm being honest. I like the Niners. They they rush the passer too well, and and I mean the Bengals have looked good on offense maybe the last couple of weeks, but. I I think the Beng- the Bengals have only looked good on offense versus the Cardinals, and that's yeah. not hard to do. So, yeah. yeah I like the Niners. Put a Nick- the Niners changed the minus four on my app. So people are betting the Niners. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that that would be where the money like should be going. Like bank or the Niners are now on like a two game losing streak. You would think that they would be pissed off and want to get back in that win column. Bengals off the bye though. Another week of Burrow being healthier and they didn't have to do anything. Another week of Higgins being healthier. Like this, this could be we see the Bengals team that we've been seeing the last couple years where the defense plays lights out and the offense just kind of follows suit. But the Niners defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Niners front seven can wreak havoc because the Bengals offensive line, while it's been fixed, still not very good. So, sure. and I think that'll be the story of whether or not Burrow can hang in the pocket, get his mobility about some of his mobility back so he can scramble and find Chase or Higgins or Boyd or whatever one of his weapons that he wants to hit that day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like the Niners here. Yeah. I don't think they can. Uh, I don't think the Bengals will be able to put up enough points. And, and even with Darnold, Darnold's gonna be able to score, especially with uh, the O line, Kittle, McCaffrey. Caffrey's gonna score a touchdown. You know that he scored sixty times in a row. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a guarantee at this point. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely insane. Uh, Debo will be out uh, again for this week, so. Oh. Not great losing that weapon, but uh, that should be a fun one. Both both teams need to win this game. That's all I know. Uh, next game up, uh, Ravens at Cardinals. Ravens minus nine and a half. Cardinals or total set at forty four and a half. Um, yeah, the Ravens are going to win. Yeah, the the Cardinals uh, that's... Uh, Cardinals run of keeping teams. Uh, close and, and maybe pulling it out of the hat last second is over. I mean, they're the worst team in football for a reason. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I mean, the Panthers maybe have something to say about that, but yeah, <laughs> Ravens will will handle business. I mean, they, as long as they don't take them lightly, because they just came off a huge win against the Lions. So hopefully they're 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 not going to come in there and and go down fourteen nothing right off the bat, because that could present some problems. But yeah, yeah like. like yeah, the Cardinals have been a first half team. I think they've covered the like the first half spreads in most of their games so far. Uh, so that might be a line to potentially look at with the Ravens coming off like a huge win, big emotional win. That I mean, wasn't even emotional. They just blew them out from the start. But uh, yeah, there's. I mean, no doubt in my mind, the Ravens absolutely kick the shit out of them. This Cardinals team is just they're coached well and they play hard, but they're just not a good team. Yeah. That, there's going to be so much. Kyler Murray might be back though. Ooh, that's that's coming up. I'm excited for when Kyler gets back because I think that this Cardinals team, like I think that that offense, once Kyler and James Conner get back in the mix, could be could be pretty damn good. But he's I guess we'll practice. Or he's back at practice. Oh, I don't know if he's going to yeah. suit up though. They like Jalen Ramsey. They opened up his like twenty-one day window, so yeah. I think he's got till the Falcons game in Week Ten to play. Okay. Um. Also, I was trying to figure out when the Cardinals buy is. They have a buy Week Fourteen. That fucking sucks. Um. But we will keep going on to the Sunday night game. Ugh, this is a bad, this is an awful Sunday night game. Battle of the two and five and two and four teams. Uh, Bears at Chargers. Chargers minus eight and a half. Total set at 46 and a half. Justin Fields doesn't look like he's going to play in this one. So we get rookie Tyson Badgent again. Um, Chargers have looked like shit the last, I mean, they've looked like shit this whole season, but the offense has looked bad the last two weeks. This should be a Chargers get back on track game. It never. It should is, be. It never. Is. That's that's the thing with the Chargers is, hey, these are the games you should be winning. You're the better team. You're the better roster. You have more talent, and they blow it. I mean, if the Chargers lose this game, Brandon Staley shouldn't be their coach on Monday morning. For he, sure. he shouldn't even like get on the team bus to go home. Like well, I, was he talking should... to, I was talking to Tommy, and he says he actually thinks the Bears are going to win. So um, we'll <laughs> see. But I love um, how down he is on his team already. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Badgen actually ran a good offense last week. Uh, much he did. Fields he did. So uh, yeah, yeah. If, if that keeps up, I mean, uh, Staley just just likes to run the absolute worst game plan every week, and and then the players that he has have to make up for it, like Derwin James and all these guys. I mean, he has names, and and they're just not being coached up. There's never a there's never anything on the defensive side that seems to present any problems for the other team. I mean, they have a good pass rush. Oh well, let's run the ball on the Chargers. Oh well, we have a good O line. Now we're gonna throw the ball on the Chargers, and then there's no coverage back there. So. It's it's crazy to me. I don't know how the Chargers defense is so bad every year with all the guys that they have. Um, yeah, it makes no sense. So I do like the over in this game, and I do like the Bears to cover, but uh, the Chargers lose, it would be wild to me. It would be. It would be. I don't know. I mean, I guess I can see what the NFL schedule makers were thinking when they put this game on Sunday Night Football. They thought, like me, that Justin Fields was going to take a jump. They thought the Chargers wouldn't be complete dog shit anyways, but... Here we are. This is probably the worst Sunday night football matchup we've had so far this year. Well, I think Raiders against Patriots like two weeks ago, but they flipped that shit out real quick. Thank God that would have been a nightmare (laughs) Sunday night game. Uh, Yeah, I guess we'll keep going. Last game up here, Monday night football Raiders at Lions. Lions minus seven and a half total set at 45 and a half. Um, this is a game where like I'm putting like my mortgage on the Lions to cover the spread in this one. Like after how embarrassed they got last week, they're going to be pissed off. You know that Dan Campbell is going to be on them all week in practice. They're going to want to win this one. And they're facing a Raiders team that just flat out isn't good. 
and is not well coached. Josh McDaniels is, I mean, he's part of my big three coaching trio of guys who shouldn't have jobs with him, Staley, and McCarthy, but the Lions are going to kill them. The Lions are absolutely going to kill them. I think that Monty is looking to be back this week too, so that should help the run game out with him and Gibbs. Uh, the Raiders just suck. The Raiders aren't a good team. Lions are going to kill them. I actually disagree. I think the Raiders are going to put up a fight here. Um, they just got, like no. I mean, you said, they, the Lions just got embarrassed. The Raiders just got embarrassed. They lost to, the, to a backup quarterback. So The Jimmy Raiders Garoppolo, always get embarrassed. The Jimmy Garoppolo's back, um, I think. Uh, I, uh, he's questionable, but you can keep talking, and I'll, I'll go see if yeah, he's actually trending towards I mean, if Jimmy Garoppolo's back, um, the Raiders have played pretty much every team tight. Um, until last week when they got blown out. But, I mean, when Brian Hoyer plays the whole game, it's pretty easy to to contain that offense. So, do I think the Raiders are going to win the game? That'll be tough. But mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think eight points is, is, uh, is what the spread should be. I mean, to me, I was expecting maybe a five-point, four-and-a-half-point spread. We'll see. I mean, we're both – I mean – we both think that the Lions are, I mean, they're your NFC Super Bowl pick right now. And the Raiders, the Raiders are like a bottom 10 team in football. It, like, this is a game where... They're healthy. They just haven't been healthy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, also, the Raiders are hopeful that Jimmy G plays on Monday Night Football. Uh, so I guess we'll see. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he doesn't battle through fucking anything. So I don't know. I am all in on the Lions, absolutely crushing them this week. I, yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a go to game or a go to bet at half type game. They're gonna be up that much. Okay, that'll do for the eight. You, actually, no, one more. Why are there no teams on by this week? There's no teams on by like, this week. We're on week eight, and there's not a single team on. There's no teams on by this week. That makes absolutely no sense. The middle of the season, no one's on a buy. Like, why? That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, that makes no sense, but I, I needed to say that before we moved on because, uh, again, it just doesn't make any sense. But let's get into the pick em choices. As always, we give out a uh, a favorite, a dog, an over, an under, and a money line dog. Chew as the guest on the show. I will let you pick first. So where are we going with the board? Do I need to stall for more time as you blow your nose? No, he's good. Here. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm leaking like a faucet. All right. Um, let's see. My first pick as okay, I can pick anything then. Um, oh yeah, I will go with. We'll start out. We just talked about it. I'll go Raiders plus eight. For my dog spread. I like okay cover the points. Um, I hope Jimmy Garoppolo plays. Even if he doesn't, I think the Raiders will play well enough defensively to at least contain the Lions. And then when you have Devontae Adams making a few plays and Jacoby Myers coming in there too. Um, I like the I like the Raiders to cover. I think that's a lot of points, especially in prime time. Yeah, that that is a lot of points. It is a lot of points, but I like I disagree so heavily with you there. Where I want to make I I want to pick the Lions as my favorite, but uh, I I won't for the sake of I mean I might, but uh, let me find a. Money line dog that I like. Ooh, I don't like. Uh, actually, no. I'm 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 gonna go with my dog, and I'm gonna go with Bengals plus four. I think this will be a closer game. I do think the Bengals have a decent shot at winning the game. Uh, I guess it all really depends on what version of Sam Darnold we get for the Niners. Um, but I'm taking Bengals plus four this week. Okay, and I will be taking my over, 
and I talked about mm-hmm. it earlier as to why the over was where oh. where it was. But I'm gonna take the over in the Patriots and the Dolphins. I think both teams are gonna score this week, um, and and I do like both teams putting up uh, 25, 30 points. I, my final score prediction will be 31 to 28 for the Patriots. God, that would be I mean, fuck, if the Patriots score 31 on us, it's over for the season. Um, okay, let me find a total here that I like. You know what? I'm it's it's just such a low number. I just have to. I'm gonna go over 35 and a half in Falcons Titans. Just for the fact that it is a very low number. Uh, I think the Falcons offense has been pretty good recently. Not great. I mean, could have put up a lot more points against the Bucks last week if it weren't for a couple of Ritter red zone fumbles. Good for them that they're not playing. I mean, I guess the Titans also have a good defense. But either way, I'm going over in that game. I think that this is just going to be... A weird football game. They don't. I don't know what to expect from Will Levis, but he could be great. He could be great. He could make some wow plays and move the ball down the field to Hopkins and Burks, and the run game could get going. But I guess we'll see. Okay, I'll be taking uh, the Saints minus one against the Colts for my favorite spread. Um, mm-hmm. I just think the Saints will get right. And- beat the Colts because they have to. It's a, it's a, t- it's a game that you got to win on the schedule to, to make the playoffs. So I like that number. Mm. Low number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are not a lot of underdogs that I like this week. Also that bills line has shifted again. It's now bills minus 10. Wow. So I think yeah, people are just, I, right yeah, I'm, I have to, okay. I have to take the Bucks. Have I taken? No, yeah, I took the Bengals, but I can't. I can't take the Bucks as my money line dog. Uh, so I will take. I'll I'll take the Steelers in the upset spot, like we talked about, uh, as my money line dog. Uh, Steelers are at home. Their defense is great. I don't think this Jags team has really been a force so far this season. They've been good, but they haven't really hit that level that people expected them to be at. I think Steelers have a chance to win this one, so I'm taking the Steelers. Yeah, I like that pick. I could have snagged that one. Yeah. Because um, after that, there's not a lot of games yeah, to really pick from. Yeah. I'll take the under in uh, Chiefs-Broncos. I don't like really either offense right now. So, and I like yeah. – I think the Broncos' defense is playing a little better now, and, and the Chiefs' defense is good, so – I'll take the under divisional opponent. Yeah, and I mean, just based off what we saw two weeks ago from them, that was yeah. a very low scoring game. So yeah. chances are it will be again. Uh, okay, I need a favorite, and I need, okay, well, I'm going to go with Seahawks minus three and a half. Um, yeah, they have a very good defense. Their offense is very good. They're playing a very tough defense, but they should be able to cover that spread at home. No problem. Yeah. Okay, you need a money line dog, and good luck trying to find one. <laughs> Packers, I think. Is that taken yet? No, you can take Packers. Yeah, I'll take Packers money line dog. I like them right. at home against the Vikings. I mean... It's a game that they know the Vikings well and they don't have Jefferson, so it's going to be easier for the defense to to, to neutralize the Vikings. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to come down to Jordan Love making some plays. And, and in the second half, he's made a few plays. It's really the first half that he's got to stop uh, throwing it to Casper. So, Yep. Okay. Um. And I, with my final pick, I'm going under 36 and a half in the Giants and Jets game. <laughs> Both of these offenses suck. The Jets defense is unreal. The Giants defense has been playing better. This is going to be a very bad football game, and I will happily take the under for it. Uh, That'll do it, though. That'll do it for this week's episode. Chew, any final thoughts before we head out here? It's a make-or-break game in uh, Week 8. It's not ideal, but 
I'm excited to watch it 1 p.m. And uh, if the Patriots get it done, I'll be unbearable again. So don't let it happen. Uh, yeah, you will be. But <laughs> I haven't. Hasn't happened in a few years. So it happened last it'll... year. Last, last year. Ah, Skylar Thompson was playing. That doesn't count. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode if you've liked this please like share retweet subscribe all that fun stuff and until next time peace